Take it away, Aaron. Okay. Well, I was just I, I, you I, said I, hit record. Oh, got it. I got it. Got it. Right. Right. I was saying hit record. Um, I felt like something was brewing up for you. No, nothing was brewing up. Well, yeah. I mean, we're, you know, Haley, you mentioned you know you didn't love the uh, uh, culture and uh, of real estate of real estate, and I, you know, I heard that, and I heard it. I hear it inside of a lot of what we're really talking about here is, um, you know, um, uh, um, you know, regarding the culture of real estate and the dialogue and the conversation that real estate lives inside of. And, um, you know, we started this, Chris and I started this conversation and it's still, so we haven't progressed beyond it and may never, it may in fact be its rightful place as an inquiry into what else could the conversation in real estate be? You know, we got really sort of in, um, clear that the conversational domain, the world of real estate, um, one of my coaches calls it the force field of business. So the force field of real estate pulls for GCI, units, volume, sides, on and on and on, right? Yeah, yeah. Fizbo's, listings. Fizbo's, listings, business, expansion, let's Closing. go, recruiting. Yeah, negotiating, yeah, yes. Yeah. And and it pulls for those conversations. There's no shortage of those conversations. <laughs> Everybody and their brothers having those conversations. And nobody's having any other conversations. There's nobody having conversations for the difference that I could make as a realtor, given my unique space in people's lives. And Haley, your name came up in that or one of those initial conversations as someone who, as a realtor, has a unique place in people's lives. You know, the beer mom thing is not, I mean, you know, on one hand, it's a lead gen tool. And you hear people talk about this, start your Facebook group, start your community, know your people. And it's valid. There's nothing invalid about GCI. There's nothing invalid about sides and expanding and, and make, in fact, it's the platform upon which we can make a different dent in the universe. And so there's a lot to love about that, but it's just not the only thing. And I think one of the things that you pointed to, or it may, it may resonate with you that, the culture of real estate is so myopic toward that thing that we thought it'd be interesting to have a con a space for a conversation to have other things, other conversations arise. And, um, and yeah, we've been, yeah. do we've been doing that for like what, two months, three months. I mean, you and I started the idea of having a community a year ago. It was, I was, I was in a target parking lot freezing because the engine was off and it was cold. And then we, you and I were talking, what would this look like? And I think we've been recording for, you know, maybe four or five months, but, Time. but for the sake of um, those listening and not viewing, um, there are two guests today, uh, which I'll just do quick, some introductions or let okay, you introduce sorry. each other. Um, that was a great setup there. And that was a great context creator <laughs> for, for um, what I'm hoping comes out of this conversation with uh, you, Kelsey McKay in Spokane, Washington, and uh, Haley Bartlett in, would you say Denver? I know you said 25 minutes north of Denver, but is that how you tell people, Haley, that you're yeah, in Yeah, Denver? Denver to northern Colorado is kind of what I cover. Okay. And Kelsey, you said you're duly licensed in both Spokane, Washington, and Coeur Idaho. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, cool. Well, maybe just for the for those listening um, to get a, a sense of who both of you are, um, I, I'd be interested to know just like the one liner on uh, real estate, like how long you've been in real estate, and then and then maybe um, also as a sort of a teaser into this conversation, like what your I invited both of you at one point to to, to be a part of this conversation, and it, it seemed to me you were both interested in what this conversation is. This was months ago now, but I'd be curious to know what you heard in that invitation. Like, what what did you hear was available in this conversation? And then let's just see where it goes. So, um, Kelsey, do, will you will you kick it off there? Yeah. So I started real estate actually in upstate New York, um, in Rochester, in two thousand seventeen, um, and then moved back to my hometown in Idaho, and then also then added Spokane, Washington. Um, What really drew me to this is seeing three different states and seeing the culture in three different states has been completely different. Mm. Um, Definitely some I feel are more part of where we want this to go, and some are exactly why we need this more. Mm. (laughs) Um, And... I just feel with. Oh, I think it froze, Kelsey. <clears throat> but it's a, it's a priceless image. If it is a really good <laughs> image, screenshot that. It'd be really We're great. very happy about this. So, sorry, it froze, Kelsey. So go back uh, to like you had <laughs> said, like it was uh, in some places. It, it, this is sort of like the culture, but in other places, this really demonstrates why we need this kind of a conversation. And then it kind of froze. So um, with being a real estate agent, I do feel that it's it's a lifestyle and you can integrate that into everything from how you treat your family, how you carry yourself in the world, what you eat, and obviously how you do business. And so this conversation really interested me because I've always been one where I want to make other people's lives better. I want to be the day maker. And that isn't always the culture and in real estate life. It's kind of about what, what I can get for me. Mm. That's good. I, I know I got into real estate because I wanted lifestyle, income, freedom. Like I, the reason I got it, I mean, people say they get into real estate to help people. And that, of course, that's obviously that's there. But I, I specifically, when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, got into real estate because I wanted financial freedom. I wanted freedom in my schedule. I wanted to make lots of money. Like it was, it was definitely a, a primarily a decision for me. And, um, and then I had this disconnect of like what my soul wanted to do versus what I felt like the industry was saying and, and sort of what Rich Dad Poor Dad had pointed me in the direction of. And and I couldn't reconcile that over – at some point I just felt like the dog I was feeding – you know the old story about the, which dog are you feeding? Like the dog I was feeding was the dog of GCI units. How do I make more money? How do I get mm-hmm. more for me? And less about what does my soul want to do and the impact it wants to mm-hmm. make. And so um, anyway, so I, I totally relate to that. Haley, what about you? So yeah, I have been um, in real estate for seven years and all of that time here in the Denver area. Um, my dad was a realtor growing up, but not I wouldn't say he was a very successful one. He's not going to listen, so I can say that, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, good. We've, decided, we've discovered nobody <laughs> listens, so it's all good. <laughs> but I I got into real estate for the you know same kind of thing, the money, the lifestyle. Um, but then the hustle culture just killed me inside like 
I feel like the constant, like you have to be working nonstop. It has to be, your life has to be all about real estate. Um, I hate that. Like I want something more than that in my life. And yeah, constantly you get go into a mastermind and all they talk about is how to get more business, how to sell like a thousand units. I don't want to do that. Like that's, you know, that's not what is going to make me and my family happy um, in life. So I want something more than that. And then being an expat, so having moved countries, I was 23, I was pretty green, um, married an American, didn't, I met him on eHarmony. So we'd only met each other face to face for maybe two weeks before we got married. No way. Um, so adjusting to this whole new life, not knowing anybody, not even like knowing my husband, but not, you know, knowing him that well. Um, I think that kind of bred that wanting to build connection with other women, wanting to, you know, do the whole mom group thing Mm -hmm. that I do. And I did that from when my son was little and then it grew into this bigger thing. I think we just, and I think because we were talking in the green room before we hit record, just like what the, um, for both of you, what your, I don't know if you want to call it a project or what your um, community or the thing, like, so Kayla, you've got a, a community of moms and um, Kelsey, I'm not, not even sure how exactly you would say it. Cause I feel like you, <laughs> you, you, you have it all, the, every, all, all the places you go, but maybe for, for us and those listening, like how would you describe what it is that you're wanting to create in the world outside of the real estate GCI conversations? Like what is it that your life is for? I really, yeah, yeah I really kind of held on to um, deliberate living. And what is that? And I think you have to dive into who you are, what you want, what you want to contribute in the world as a human. And then, you know, when we talk about this hustle culture and we get, you know, Chris, you got involved and, you know, I want to make a lot of money. I want to do all these things. I want to be financially free. I think the biggest thing that I want to instill in people is why, what will that do for you? Mm. Can you have the hustle culture in order to do your soul's work? Mm. Right. So are we doing it just so that we can sit there and on our piles of money and say, Oh, look, I've made it. Or are we hustling so that then we can actually contribute to those people and to those passions that we have? Yeah. I love that. Haley, what about you? How would you describe this thing you're doing with moms? So, yeah, we are just a community of um, moms and we come together once a month, sometimes more than once a month, but once a month kind of minimum um, at different breweries. And we just meet and get to know each other and support each other and it it has really grown into some fabulous relationships like I couldn't have imagined um having these relationships I don't have my own family close by they all live in Australia um so to have these very close relationships with these other moms and these other women has become fabulous and then to see very lonely women come into my group and then form you know, these special relationships with other moms. Mm. Um, it has really touched, you know, that, that place 
deep down that gets a little satisfaction from seeing that and seeing those relationships built and seeing that kind of loneliness disappear because I know what that loneliness feels like and mums feel it hard. There's a lot of loneliness in the mum community. Um, so to be able to provide a little escape from that is is just like I love, I love doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron, for the sake of, I mean, you know, for the sake of adding on to the conversation, how would you describe what you're doing outside of this project you have with me? Like there's something I feel like that is, that stirs in you for something beyond GCI. How would you describe it? Yeah. um, Well, I think that uh, it it involves empowering uh, people, you know, specifically right now, my focus is on uh, newer agents, agents having done less than their first hundred deals, really agents that have done less than 20 deals. Um, but ultimately it's a- anything I get my hands in, anything I get my attention on has to, is a f- opportunity to uh, empower people to have agency in their life. Like I don't really do anything that's more fun or more interesting than when someone gets that they have a say about the quality of their life and that they're no longer left at the whims of whatever, you know, either, um, you know, their family or their mind or their, uh, the market in this case, it was a new agent um, or their feelings or their opinions or their, just anything like they're actually get to be, have a say they get to they get they get that nothing happened to them that they're no longer the victim of anything yeah um so just different ways to get my hands in with people to do that you know so first time home buyer classes is one way it shows up for sure empowering that conversation um i do work with a um uh on island domestic violence organization fundraising i'm on the fundraising committee for them um I, you know, the work I do with Landmark still to this day is about empowering people and what matters to them, uh, training new agents, training the agents on our team. All of it is just a different um, expression of, Hmm. hey, man, what do you need? I was just talking to an agent on the team today and, you know, she's probably not going to make it in real estate. You know, not, not her jam, but it, but rather than have it be a failure and be like, okay, well, one more thing I can't do or whatever, however, that lives for people, I'm out to have her get, no, I'm unwilling to do this Hmm. and I'm going to go find what does make me happy. And that's Hmm. the best because this, God knows this isn't for everyone, but there's a lot of, you know, pushing the rock uphill to get to a hundred deals, you know, after you get to a hundred deals it's a, you're not this. So the, and then that ra- loops back around to the conversation Chris and I started with, like, this is really a conversation. This conversation that we're engaged in today is a conversation for people after a hundred deals, like before a hundred deals, if you're not gonna work and you're, you know, it's, it's yeah. not, it's not for you. This, you know, you need at least that much. It's just, we never escape the hustle culture. We never, there's no end to it, right? As opposed to, wait a minute, I did my hundred. Why are you still, what is that? You know, as opposed to, okay, I now have a business that doesn't need my every moment's attention. Mm-hmm. What is my life going to be for now? 
I have something that's fueling me. It's fueling my family. It, you know, it's, it's got, I've built something now. What? And so the, you know, it's life beyond the transaction. What is next? So this really is only, you know, because like I said, I mean, hustle culture has its place. The whole thing has its place. It's not inappropriate. You know, Kelsey, I would imagine you as a training or trainer of new agents, you know, a lot of that is burning through the people that are really never going to put in the time that it takes to get takeoff velocity. There's just, you know, and, and that's fine. I mean, God, God knows this is not for everybody. All right. So let's have them find something that is. So I don't know. That's a yeah, long yeah. roundabout answer. Yeah, no, it's I'm, I'm good on long roundabout answers. It's sort of my <laughs> my jam is the long roundabout answer. Well, I think part of, I mean, to your to that point, I think part of what what works about community, where you, you have an opportunity to work out the thoughts around what it is that you're doing this for, and right. that often comes with roundabout answers. But I, you know, I think that, that when there's a space held for, and I, I'd be curious, Haley and Kelsey, your thoughts on this, but when there is a collective space held for others with similar questions, let alone answers like that. We, as people who are in and around the real estate industry have a question called, what else does this look like beyond every mastermind being about how to increase your revenue or your, your gross commission income that, that, that works itself out better when you're working, when you're having a conversation with others who are having the same question. I'm curious from, from both of your perspectives, uh, like what – because you both applied for the community and Aaron and I haven't lost you yet, just to put that out on the table. Uh, but but, but you, you did it because you saw something available, and I'm curious what is interesting to you about taking time out of your schedule every week to work it out, to, to have a conversation that isn't built around here's how you add 10 more transactions to your life this year. I think knowing that there's other realtors out there that want to have this conversation um, and then being in community with them will help me get more clarity around where to take what I've already built in, in, you know, where to take it from here. Love that. No, um, that's cool. I would definitely agree with that. And um, just really if you only focus on, on your numbers and all that, there's such burnout. And I think if you really figure out what it is that you're doing and why you're doing it, then we can't have that burnout. Mm -hmm. Then what we're doing is too important to have the burnout. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Sorry, go ahead. No, I think it's, I think it's both a really important points. I mean, and, and, you know, the vision here for us is to engage at least weekly, you know, when we have a, just to guide a conversation, but have it really be a community driven conversation, Haley, much like I imagine, you know, the, the women getting together for beers is, you know, for you is not us. There's no set outcome. There's not like, it's not a series of lessons. We certainly don't, you know, it, it's an open dialogue for and a, a space in which what's next can show up. And I thought that was great the way you said that. And, and I think there's a lot, you know, just, I don't know about you, Kelsey, but, you know, every, when Chris mentioned you, Haley, and Haley, when you created the thing with moms, I'm like, yeah, 
that'd be badass. That'd be a great way to connect, you know, connect people to something that's, you know, uh, connect with people in, in a, in a conversation that's outside the scope of GCI outside the force field. It's really um, interesting. I feel like in some ways the real estate industry gets this from a agent to consumer or agent to database. Like we're going to do pie giveaways and we're going to touch our database and we're going to do pop buys and we're, we're going to do things to nurture a relationship with those we're trying to serve. But when it comes to nurturing ourselves around others who are similarly wired, there aren't a lot of options. And I think what we end up, so, so either you good. Um, assimilate to GCI culture, which is fine. Cause I did that for years. Um, or, or you go sort of more of a Lone Ranger style, which I also did. Um, I kind of pulled back from uh, – I, I, it's funny because I think I went to – in the beginning when I would go to family reunions for Keller Williams, I would go and I was so eager about what I was going to learn and breakout sessions and what the, you know what Gary said and all that. Like there was so much for me wrapped up in the event. And then towards the end, it wasn't even about the content. It was about the relationships I was able to build. And it didn't care. I didn't care if I went to the main session or a breakout session. What I was there for was to find people who were wired like me and to have really meaningful conversations that I couldn't have in my local market. Just because, you know, that wasn't something that we did in our local market, but I, I think I think there's something available in meeting other people in the industry who are wanting to talk about what else do I do with this thing? And the, the, I would the other thing I'd add to that is what I love about agents and you specifically is that you, all three of you, are you know you're wired for action. That it's it's not like let's just sit around and talk about things. Like we right. we're good at building stuff. We're good at taking action on things. It's just that we want to take action in a different it, it, with something else in mind and not just the GCI. So anyway, I think such a big draw for me too is just the the communication. Um, having this conversation, I feel like in a market that I was in before. I can still call any one of those agents in any brokerage and talk to them about anything um, in one of the markets here. There is not communication isn't um, encouraged. Mm. And so I think this is such an important piece is just to have that communication when we can talk as humans, when we can talk as agents, so much more gets accomplished and it's so much more fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And, and so then the question that, and why we wanted this particular call today, cause, and this speaks to that is um, what, especially Chris, what you were just saying about being action oriented. There was a point a couple of weeks back <laughs> where I was certainly left with, okay, are we just like shooting the shit? Mm-hmm. Is this just me and you just to get together, which is fine. I would love, you know, much like your mom's group. Like I would love to just get once a week with Chris and shoot the shit. Um, but is, if we're going to do something like this, what's, it needs a little bit more structure, a little bit, you know, who else would be interested in this? And so part of what came out of that, Kelsey was inviting, you know, you particularly, and you were the two that came. Um, what would, a structure look like for you? What would you like to engage in? What would make it valuable on a weekly basis? 
is it something you'd be, you know, I mean, you, it would be a commitment to carve out at least an hour a week to engage like this. Um, Chris and I had been bouncing around 90 minutes, but I think even for me, that's a little bit of a like, I just no, hear no, no fucking way. I don't do anything. It's 90 now. minutes, Aaron. You totally watered that down just now. It's 90 minutes. I can't do you it. Totally watered that down. I, I can't. I, Seahawks are the only thing I do for 90 minutes at a time. Um, Anyway, so if you had 90 minutes a week, um, I'm going to see. If I wait, wait. See. Now I have to like, – let me just set that up because you, now right. you made 90 minutes sound like pain. it's painful. Right, I know. Sorry. I did. Well, yes. I did. for most realtors, it is. Like most of us have ADHD, you know. I get it. I get it. But let me – I'll just – I will add this in so here. Let's, so let's – we can ask. I mean, would you do 90 I, or would you wait, do 60? Wait, 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 wait. But let me give the context first before you ask a question without context. <laughs> when you have – when you have – a community of of thoughtful agents who want to explore the things that they're asking questions about and you do breakout sessions and you bring people back into a room and you debrief and clear an exercise and then you put them in another breakout session or whatever the format is it's not like 90 minutes of a lecture there's there's an active participation in working something out and the format can change to accommodate. But what I don't want to do is shortcut the opportunity on a weekly basis to explore the thing you're trying to get answers around. So, right. you know, community happens over time. Yes. And you can't build community with like, you know, you can't have five minute abs. You can't have six minute abs. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't build a community with like, you know, well, we can't do 60 minutes because we have ADHD. So let's do like five minutes once a week. Right. Like there is a, there's a reality to bringing people together and curating an experience for people. And 90 minutes isn't the issue when people are engaged. So I'll just fight for my 90 minutes that way. And then you can answer the question. Okay, good. That's really good, Chris. I really do. And I do apologize for uh, having my mind take over. The, and, 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 you know, get my concerns all over the space and do it in a way that would be really sneaky and, and, and backhanded, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Really sneaky good. bastard. Yes. All right. Over to Kaylee and uh, Kelsey. And that's a fair question. It is a fair question though, like 90 minutes, but just, but you, but you know, you can answer. But you need both sides. You do, yeah. you do Chris's. Yeah, expression of that is is accurate. Sixty. Minutes. Well, and how can you fight against Chris's passion there? Exactly, like, he right. Comes at you with the passion, and you're like, okay, ninety minutes. Let's go. Do ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, now there's like a million questions floating that were that you're here to answer. So, like, you know, this. I think, Aaron, your question is to what would you, what would both of you want? What would it look like? It could be about time. It could be about content. But like. I would, you know, I think both Aaron and I are interested in what, what do you see would make something, a community like this valuable? I do like the breakout session idea. Um, Cause then I think you can get to know each other, you know, a little more too than when you're just mm -hmm. in a, a larger kind of zoom group. Right. Um, but yeah, just being, for me, it will be just being able to, discuss with like-minded agents um what I'm doing now and like I said where where I can take this um and be able to gather ideas from like-minded people beautiful love that community um feeling like we're not alone um 
because sometimes, like she said, I mean, she as a mom feels lonely, but sometimes in this, in this real estate culture, you definitely feel alone. Um, and being able to kind of have that space to, to ask questions, um, that are so much more than about numbers or about leads or about any, any of that. Um, cause I think we just don't really know where to turn. Yeah. I, I can see this becoming a really unique conversation if we want to use that word for what this is. Mm -hmm. I, on one hand, I can see breakout sessions leading to real estate specific next steps. Like, okay, well, I love, what are you doing in your business? And that influences what I'm going to do in my business, that there really is a payoff for your business. I, you know, like I don't, what I don't want to, um, assert is that this is a space where you can't talk about your business. Like, and I think, I think Aaron and I've been pretty, um, outspoken about the, you know, the, the gravitational pull of GCI and whatnot. And that's not to say that conversation shouldn't include like things that impact and affect the growth of your business. I, I think, I think on the other, uh, just the opposite, opposite of that, like that to have a community of these kind of people who have a life pointed in the direction of impact that the conversations you can have about your business are that much more meaningful and, and rich and, and deep because you know that there's a, a conscious element to the growth of my business. So I, I, I would say that part of it is really <coughs> that's available in that kind of a conversation. And it's also on the flip side, not just a, uh, Let's hang out and talk about random shit because that's not the point either. It's not the point isn't to like get off in the weeds about the weather and the Seahawks and the whatevers, right? Like that there is some intention, there's some being deliberate, mm -hmm. you know, to use Kelsey's word, mm -hmm. about what we're here to further in our lives. And I think, but I think that comes with curating the right people into mm -hmm. this community. But yeah. So like I, like I already have a question, like, I've been thinking on writing a book for so long. Like, should I write a book about how to build communities, you know, around motherhood or about, <clears throat> or how to build communities about, you know, certain relationships. Um, it's just, you know, questions like that and having, mm. and having people with similar hearts to kind of pull from, I think is going to be very important. What's stopping you from writing that book? time <laughs> <It's> time <laughs> i mean how rich is this conversation like if we followed this down the the, the rabbit trail here of where this mm -hmm. goes then it, there's so many rich questions that are coming out of this like you know i'm already thinking like and why time what is it about time what what else can you do with your time like there's these questions that really bring you to make some decisions about what you want to do because you've been thinking about this for a while like how many anyway I'm not trying to go into the actual masterminding now of you writing this book, but I'm, but I'm just saying like, this is where all the questions start to happen. Cause I mean, what a brilliant idea to write a book about communities and moms and all the, like, of course, why would you not write a book? Of course. And that, and, and one of the questions Chris and I had earlier was, um, you know, or would the workshop or what, what, whatever this is um, be, so people could express and get clear about the difference they want to make in the world. You know, like how would it show up? And that's, you know, something you're beginning to explore. Or you're at least beginning to explore it 
on this side of your mouth, (laughs) you know, like, obviously it's not the first time you thought of it, but you know, would that be, you know, and then there ideas like that, uh, 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 visions like that, thoughts like that coming to a community that is engaged in, and we do it while it's not lesson driven. It's, you know, Chris and I are not, um, inexperienced at creating workshops and delivering programs and have a series of um, certainly a a deep enough well of starter prompts from which we can, you know, uh, seed Mm -hmm. conversations. So it's not just, it's not simply networking. It's not simply what's going on this week, everybody. Hey, how's it going? You know, it's, it's a, a curated and guided conversation. So it's not, and there'll be, I would suspect, you know, Chris, you threw that thing about breakout rooms and stuff in there um, as a format or a structure, but I would suspect that there would be challenges and um, <laughs> a, like an assignment level challenges. Like, okay, well this week let's take on, you know, express whatever. I, I don't know. I, we haven't, at all hash that part out but you know that would be the fun of it um I so i think, think that the, would be useful Haley, to like that yeah i do and and, and um if there you know i uh, how i teach it usually and aaron and i i don't know if we had this conversation Aaron, but there are four formats that can be rotated there's more than that i'm sure but like you know having breakouts is super valuable i think another format that i see for this community is uh, training. I think training is valuable. Like to, um, when when the community begins to speak about some common threads and to bring some training to that is is helpful. It it facilitates or spurs on inquiry. And a, another format would be um, hot seats. You know, to have someone who is stuck in a spot and and put them on a hot seat is good for everybody because we all hear ourselves in each other's stories. And the fourth yeah. one is guests. Like what would it be like to bring a guest who is a, an author coach that coaches people on writing books? I mean, I think most humans have the experience of wanting to write a book. Kelsey, I, you must have like five books going in your head right now. Like, <laughs> the, uh, I'm so good at telling myself that I'm not good enough. And then I stop writing and yeah. Right. I can right, relate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, really written, I, I've actually written and published books, so I can definitely help you there. There you go. And right. it doesn't help with the imposter syndrome at all. Kelsey, having <laughs> done it, it absolutely means jack shit in terms of uh, my lack of qualifications for virtually. Uh, there's zero chance that anything, any opportunity comes around. I don't wind up. But yeah, but adequacy. that's the thing about walking each other home. And I think that phrase from Ram Das is so important because mm-hmm. – What's different about a community to me than a mastermind or a, a thing where there's someone on a pedestal and all of us are over here looking up at you on a pedestal because we think you have the answer. What makes this different is that we're all on this journey. The, the, the stance, the perspective is that you're not better than me and I'm not better than you. We're all engaged in our important work. We're all engaged in the inquiry of what makes life work and the game of expansion. And so let's compare notes as we continue to walk each other home. And that is a refreshing approach to something like this. Cause I don't see that in real estate. There's a lot of, I have answers. You guys are paying me for my answers. And now let me tell you what the answers are. This is different than that. Do you, either of you have a 
response to that type of a ethos or a you know a that way of being about it walking each other home I love that because there is a lot I don't know so I grew up in a cult I have very interesting stories wow but I grew up in a, a Pentecostal cult um so there's a lot in real estate that reminds me of the the Pentecostal cult like there's a lot of <laughs> you know this head person telling you what to do you know trying to get the money out of you um, telling you how you should live your life hmm. while doing real estate. You know, there's a lot of that that I see kind of lines up. Um, and of course, the, the the thing in me that has healed bucks at that, like, oh my gosh, like it's just like, hmm. it's just like that. Um, so I think like being in community when nobody is better than the other person, I love that. Like that is my jam right there. Hmm. Hmm. Me too. I love that walking each other home and being able to guide each other and be vulnerable, you know, I'm sure just hearing the tiny bit that Haley just said, like she can heal so many people (laughs) and that Mm -hmm. is so exciting and being able to open up to that and to see those triggers, right? Real estate is triggering these things from these terrible wounds in you. And how do we overcome that? And how do we create a space where those things don't exist? Like, that's huge. I think, too, on, on, on the, the word vulnerability, I, I love the idea that this is a curated community, right? Meaning, meaning Aaron and I aren't out there running Facebook ads to get as many members in the community as possible. Right. And if you can pay for the right. membership, you're in. Like, that there is a... There's an application. There's a filtering process because I think for community to work, it has to be vulnerable. Otherwise, it's not really community. It's just we're all hanging out in a room wearing a mask trying to front and posture as as much as possible so we don't look like idiots. But when vulnerability is a part of the ingredients for the makeup of conversation, the conversations are drastically different. And that's where we can actually start to be I mean, I think I just got tired of a lot of the the right answers that people would give in trainings because they wanted to sound like they I just don't find I just don't get value when the the, the temperature of the room is everybody's trying to not look like a fool. Mm-hmm. I would just rather we're all willing to look like a fool. Cause it's just way more instructive. You know, here's where I've been a fool lately. Here's where I'm an idiot. Here's where or or what I mean I don't have to be I don't have to throw myself under the bus, but I, I, but there's something about being transparent that just mm-hmm. makes it okay to not have all the answers. Well, it's also just the thing about whether or not this is going to be a expression, an authentic expression of something, or it's going to be really just more of the same, frankly. I mean, I think that's yeah. what, you know, you're pointing to is that this is, this could be like everything else where it, including in that more of the same of everything else, you and I as whatever the progress pro protagonists in this conversation or the leaders of this conversation or whatever uh have something you don't right right you know the participants don't that we are are out to impart yes we are like a clock hour class is (laughs) you know you go to a clock hour class and you're hoping the person that's teaching it has something you don't that would be clock hour class is a really bad example because they're fucking useless but you, you you get my point is yeah, that yeah. you know you go to a class because the person has some, to learn something you didn't as opposed to 
you know, um, really just an authentic, uh, uh, I think vulnerable, authentic, all are sort of become buzzwords, but they're, if you take the buzziness out, they're actually do express what creates a clearing for something new to arise. And I, without that, this really is nothing. Without that, this becomes pointless. This is a waste of time. That's why I invited you both because I just – I mean knowing what I know about you, I'm just like you're the right kind of people. Like, And if the and if this community was built on that, people like you, holy smokes. Like this would – I mean my – I always – I I I lean towards hyperbole, but this would change the world. Like, you know, like uh, – Aaron, what's the Margaret Mead quote? Oh, uh, uh, never underestimate that a small group of people can change the world. In fact, it's the only – thing that ever has it would change the world it would change the world because because we're walking each other home in the very thing we said our life is for and and we've all come to you know we're and the and the common element here is that we've got a base this again i think we haven't really underlined that or said i said it once but i think it's worth pointing to that this you know part of where this was born the kernel from which this sprouted was there's a a space that a realtor holds in the lives of the people that they do business with that's really sort of sacred that mm-hmm. is completely missed in the force field conversations mm-hmm. that you know this is the most expensive most personal most complicated least performed transaction of people's lives and mm-hmm. it is constantly being attempted to turn into being turned into ordering an uber you know that kind of disregard like oh let's just punch up rocket mortgage on my phone. Now I understand everything versus, <laughs> you know, now where, you know, we really do hold a, it, again, this isn't for everybody, but there are certainly a group of people. And I know that we're, the, we're four of them for whom it really is a sacred space. And we do hold that, we hold our clients that way. And the, that listening that we've generated with those people, the, the way they listen us, the, degree to trust they have in us puts us at a space where we could make a difference with their whatever they're up to where we could provide and we haven't said this yet chris but the you know the the three l's right gary keller's three l's are listing leads and leverage um our three l's here are um leadership um you can do it I can do it. I just have uh, <laughs> leadership, and legacy, and um, leadership, legacy, and leverage. Yep. And and, and we have a fourth. Which yeah, is fourth love, one. You know, love. A love. So that, really, love is, that love is a piece of this picture. Because otherwise, I mean, I think that's the part that makes it even, even more human. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. love, leverage, listings, and leadership. And not listings, you know, not listings, not listings. Sorry, what I say? Le- leverage, <laughs> leverage, love. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna send you a postcard. That's gonna have you just so keep it by your. I even made them up. They're fucking mine. I know that's hilarious. I brought it to the conversation. Love, leverage, leadership, legacy. There you go. There you go. Uh, and and but you know our being. are being facile in those four things in those four spaces are being able to articulate those four spaces are (laughs) are being able to be the clearing in which those four things show up i think is um get 
gives us an opportunity to make a difference, not only not only fulfill the difference we want to make, but listen for the difference our clients want to make and um and mm-hmm. be that resource become wow. more powerful uh, resource for them like that. I love that. Uh, do you, um, I I feel like Aaron and I are now dominating the conversation, but the the but just the the piece on that, and I have a question for you too, which is um, the final thought. Uh, my my thought on Aaron's comment is just that I hadn't really thought about then the who we get to be for our clients. That there is a that if we are more than a real estate agent, that we are a champion for their their legacy. That that's how a groundswell really grows. I mean, now we're 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 putting ourselves in a position of leadership in the lives of our database, our clients, and in, and inviting and encouraging their thing. Do they want to write a book? Maybe we could help them write a book. Maybe Do they want to live a deliberate life? Like maybe we can um, find ways to encourage them to live a deliberate I mean, it just goes so much beyond the transaction now. And I just hadn't, I hadn't made the connection of the agent to, the, to their database. I kind of was like, let's as agents go into our entire community. Mm. But we already have a, a sacred you know, relationships. So why not use that? But, uh, Kelsey and uh, Haley, you, uh, go ahead. There you go. The more transactions that you do, you kind of get desensitized to the importance of them. Mm-hmm. You know, after a hundred transactions, it's, it's paperwork and you still want to build those relationships and stuff. But I feel like if you look at your very first one and how nervous and scared you were, because this is a huge purchase, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what age you got into it, you know, you're thinking, wow, these people are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on this and it's all up to me to figure this out and then after you do you know a hundred you're like oh yeah fold fold hat but Hmm. i think if we can kind of remember that like you said what is their legacy in this is this a home will change their life are they going to have children are they going to have you know is this the neighborhood safe space like those things are huge Hmm. you know and i think you're right that 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 conversation Hmm. isn't really taking place either I remember when I would do, I loved the consultation process, let's say with a buyer and digging into like, what does the house do for you? Like I love, that was one of my favorite questions. What does blank do for you? What does it do for you? And, but, but I, I don't think I ever, I didn't take it further at the time because I was Thanks. so focused on the transaction mm-hmm. and what does the house do for you? But, mm-hmm. but we'll talk about a rich moment to have that kind of conversation where right. like, what is like, I'm just curious, what is your life for? Like, how would you answer that? client of mine like what do you like beyond the house what do you want to do with your life when do no, nobody on a regular basis finds themselves in a conversation with someone who's willing to ask that question let alone listen to the answer and then draw it out some more like oh my god what i yeah what a rich moment wow so i live in a smaller town um north of denver and it's been really fun to like meet new clients and and they have young families and they kind of live in the hustle and bustle of it all. And it's not necessarily where they want to be. Mm. Um, and I move them to my town. Like it's really fun to have them, you know, move into our little tri-town area mm. and then to see them at like at all the little town events and all the, the things that are going on in town. And they're also just, they're all so thankful. Like, we're so glad that you moved us here, Haley. We're so glad that you suggested this. Like our family is is so much better off up here that, you know, I can walk to my kid's school. Just all that little that little stuff wow. is just so fun when when you see them in town and they tell you 
you know, how it's changed their lifestyle in ways to, to live in this smaller town. Wow. I love that. I'm curious from Kelsey Haley, if there's a other ideas or questions you have about this, Aaron and I keep calling it an experiment or a project. I, I like project a little bit more than experiment because project, I think, uh, asserts a little bit more intention and experiment. It's kind of like, I don't know, let's see what happens. <laughs> but, but is there a, are there questions or ideas you have about this community thing that we've been talking about? How do you decide who's in and out? <laughs> yeah, right. That's a good one. We had talked at one point, Aaron, like um, doing an invite only um, yeah. type of a process because good people know good people. I, I, you know, we have a podcast, this, this podcast that at the end, I typically will say, if you want to learn more about this community, go to repurpose.group forward slash invite, which I assume if any random person heard this and they went to that and applied, but I think also this kind of content filters people out. Like, you know, people wouldn't been around for 45 minutes listening to this conversation and then go apply if they're not the right Mm -hmm. kind of person that finds Mm -hmm. value in this type of inquiry. But so I think I think that's part of it, and then the application kind of acts as a a, um, a goalie, if you will, a, a filter. Mm-hmm. I think the questions we ask in the application kind of give us a sense of why are you here. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you would apply if you didn't get what this was, or you didn't. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing is that that's right. I think I think it really if you make them sit through two episodes, <laughs> <laughs> they will filter themselves out. <laughs> Yeah. But really, I mean, either you think this is interesting yeah. or you don't. I mean, right. I, I, I think that's ultimately really it. You know, is how many episodes have you listened to? Is really, you know, you've seen the invite. Have you checked out the community? I, I think there's so two other questions struck me today is there's a minimal viable number. OK, I, I don't know. There's probably a maximum number, which I'm not going to worry about. But there's a minimum viable number mm-hmm. that we should be set up for. And I think, Chris, you and I have talked about it being like a dozen or something. Um, yeah, I think six gives you enough in a breakout to have two breakouts of three, right? Where it's not like, okay. but I, my preference would be 10, 12. That would, to launch with 10 or 12 is a good right. And then good energy uh, in the room. We, we haven't, um, what we haven't done is, uh, uh, God, the thought just literally escaped my mind in mid-sentence. Mid-fucking-sentence. No more thought. Um, uh, I was hoping it would come as I started talking. Um, Sometimes you just need some space. Okay. In your cloudy. Minimum vial number. <laughs> oh, is there... I, I mean, again, I don't I don't know if there's anything we can do about this, but to Haley's point about vetting people or setting people up, you know, be good to have people that didn't just show up for one. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to. St- I don't know that you can stop that. I think they have to come to one and then see if they like it. But um, I think in the communities that I've launched, though, that hasn't really. It, it, I think it depends on the invitation. Like you know, if somebody's just checking it out because they heard it was a mastermind, and maybe and their thought was maybe this would grow my business. You know, like that's a different invitation, right? Than the invitation I made to Haley and in. Kelsey, like, you know, and, and the community, my, my community of coaches that I have, which has been a year now, nobody has ever come for one, one session to, to try it on. 
unless it was some type of a guest event kind of a thing. But, but I mean, you don't get through the application and you don't go to just one if, if the invitation was a little bit more contextual for what this is and what it, what it's in response to, you know, but I mean, that's just my, I'm talking out loud with you. Yeah. I think having people invited from people within the community and, you know, people that have, you know, done the due diligence to watch, you know, and that at least the invitation episode. Um, right. The video on the landing uh, page. The video on the landing page right. so that there's a clarity about how this goes. Um, I think that's fine. And, you know, I, I think that'll sort itself out. Are you doing this with other industries or really starting yeah. with real estate? Aaron and I are doing this for real estate because that's the space that um, we're creating this in. I'm, I think my vision at Groundsville is a thousand communities with a thousand members in each community, like that there is different verticals. Every vertical has a, a community for, for their profession, their industry, where there's these kinds of conversations and inquiries of walking each other home for something bigger than whatever transaction their profession asserts. But, but I, you know, my vision with Aaron is let's, what if we had a community of a thousand real estate agents across the country out of a million NAR members or whatever the membership is up, up to now, like, you know, that there would be, I'm no, I know there are a thousand realtors nationwide that have a conscious impact they want to make beyond the transaction. I know that. And I also would assert that I know that they would find this type of a conversation refueling, encouraging, inspiring, um, uh, et cetera, for the thing they're up to. But then it's just, and so now we're just at the space of building a core group and, mm-hmm. and starting because this isn't curriculum based. So it's not like six weeks and you're done. This is a ongoing yeah. in the game of ongoing. expansion. How do we keep calibrating each other back to the things that we're, we're up to with our lives. And, you know, it took, gosh, I mean, you know, you said that we've been talking for five months or recording for five months, which I believe you because I can't even remember a sentence I was going to say 10 minutes, you know, as I'm saying it. So I, I trust you. Um, but the, um, you know, it took a month, a solid month, at least maybe six weeks of doing it every week before it became it's not not an interruption <laughs> you know like it it takes something to get in like it became for, you. for me like yeah. it became okay i need to get this uh, because what be and you know haley this is the thing about the 90 minutes for sure is um you know it's like meditating it's like creating just you know sacred alone time with my wife or doing any of the other things that stop that i have to stop the action and put my attention to something i really do give a shit about but it's not urgent and uh it it takes something to but i really do want to have this conversation be more in the foreground all right well you got to do that work you, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to get five minute abs. I think that's the best way to say that, Chris. <laughs> you're not getting five, five minute abs. You can't have five minute abs. Very upsetting that I can't get five minute. I need ice cream. I want five minute abs. 
I don't want the five minutes to be me eating soft ice cream. That's so funny. Well, I mean, uh, this is, I I think we're, we're coming close to the end of where we could uh, tie this off with a bow. I, I, um, I just really appreciate that. I know you too. Haley, I don't even know how we really even met. I mean, was it, uh, Kelsey was, uh, we, we go way back, but because we're in the same town, but do you know how we met Haley? I think I just, maybe I found you on Facebook. Just maybe. I find all the important people in my life online. Like, look, (laughs) just tell me. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, I, I just, but it's interesting that even though we've never met in person, I still feel like I know you and I know where you come from and I know what you want to do with your life in in the sense that like you're, um, I get a sense of who you are and I just appreciate both of you for the relationship that we've had virtually or in person. Like I just, and I, life feels richer, more colorful, feels better, more inspiring when I get to have conversations with people like you. And, and I, I think that for Aaron and I, I think that's really yeah, the, it's gonna be a big deal. That's the, that's the thing. Like this just is all so much more fun when we can do it with people who are wired similarly and up to similar things. And so thank you both for, for being here in this uh, experiment of a conversation. You know, Aaron, and I didn't really have an agenda day. It was just like what I was so interested to hear what interests you in this community. And then, but then also that you two have applied and that you're, you've expressed interest and in that to know that you would be a part of that core group I makes mean, it feel cool. super solid to me. It's not to me when we, Aaron and I bring you two into the conversation, it's no longer an experiment. Like this feels like it's got legs, it's got foundation, it's got substance. And so I just want to thank you both for, for trusting me in an invitation that was something that was not super clear cut, but nonetheless had that passion. Haley was talking, I have some passion about it. So. <laughs> anyway yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it looking forward to starting and in, in uh being a part of it as it grows great yeah. well if you could start thinking of other people you that you know in your circles that might be interested that could get us to the you know that would be great because you really would like to start with six eight ten people um and not till next year at this point um <laughs> yeah we won't launch starting, now. We won't launch starting on Christmas Eve. Starting Pretty launch. sure I sent you both a message saying we'd launch in the fall, and uh, and now it's like up. We're up <laughs> to oh, December. Uh, it'll be the fall of twenty twenty seven. I yeah, think. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> but really, but you do want to know, uh, Kelsey? This was really like a big deal was to have you both on, to have people on to get some reality for us because it really what became you know for what, apparently five months, <laughs> Chris and I just talking to each other, and. I could really get to see, I really, I don't know if you're left with this, but I can really begin to see the magic that's available as the community expands and there's more people engaged. So um, yeah, very cool. I'm definitely honored to be, to be part of this, be able to contribute and learn and, and grow. Yeah. Cool. Thanks so much, you two, for being here. And um, I'll follow up with more exciting uh, updates as Aaron and I uh, continue to invite. Again, like he said, I, I yeah, I mean, if you two know of anybody that has a heart like this, um, they, I'm sure they would be amazing human beings. And let me know if you need um, anything to invite them. I'd be happy to talk to them or you could talk to them. But but um, but I'm excited for what this can become. So thank you both. Aaron, thanks to you Great. for showing up with me for five months and – giving me your time, (laughs) even when you weren't sure why. 
So, and off we go. This is how this is how we create change. This is how we change the world. So that's just part of the process. All right, gang. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna stop recording now. But thanks for being here. Thank you.